Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. We have some holiday deals to share with you, and some of us kind of played God of War Ragnarok. But before we get to all that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on our network. You can subscribe as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks to Jason K, Tom Z, David O, Alan K, and Corey Z for the contributions. One of the perks to joining our Patreon is to get early access to our bonus episodes that we call Side Quest. We haven't even talked about what we're going to do for our Side Quest today, but it's going to be something outside of the realm of video games. Maybe. I have things to talk about. I don't know. Maybe you guys finished Edge Runners. I don't know. I, I don't went know. to Universal Studios, Florida. Oh my god! I totally told you I would finish it by next time. Yep. <laughs> I yep. watched zero episodes. It's so good. You're missing out. I don't know. You're missing what out. Happened it has great time. music. I didn't play too. God of War. I didn't. I know what happened in my time. It's called Marvel Snap. But anyway, we'll you spent all that time playing Marvel Snap. Probably. I'm afraid to look at what my phone Sad. says. How long I've anyway. Sad. Marvel crack. <laughs> Anyways, you can join our Patreon to get those episodes a week early. Those side quest episodes. Otherwise, they end up in the feed in our off weeks. You know, Sometimes I forget to post them. Or Alex, I yeah, forgets to post them in general, and then you get two of them at Marvel once. Snap, you get two of them at once like you did. So I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just really dropping my gum. <laughs> He's dropping his gum. <laughs> uh. Uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. That would be awesome. Anyways, should we start with God of War then? Well, I'll say real quick, horror movie your book, oh, they yes. are back. They have an episode out talking about Halloween Ends, which I have not watched yet, but I want to soon. Uh, they also talk about Halloween Horror Nights, which Tim went to down in Florida a couple weeks ago, and uh, they talk about the new Friday the 13th series coming to Peacock with showrunner Brian Fuller of Hannibal fame, so please... So I'll that's going to that be listen. awesome. Probably. Yes. They find the there's been a, a a big legal fight over Friday the 13th and Jason and the like uh that the horror movie book boys have talked about as it's gone on and it's finally been resolved in some form um and so yeah, they're going to do Jason stuff again. It sounds like and uh and it's going to be good. I can't even imagine how brutally awesome that show is going to be. It's probably going to be awesome. And and here's the thing. I don't really care that much about Friday the 13th, but I love hearing Tim and Willie talk about Friday the 13th. Well, and, and really, you're also a Brian Fuller fan, aren't you? I am a big Brian Fuller fan, and so I'm, I'm totally down for that show. But mostly, like, my Friday the 13th exposure is 135% because of Tim and Willie. I would never have seen any Friday the 13th if it was not for them. Um, so if you want to hear them talk about anything that they are passionate about, Friday the 13th is a great topic, and uh, you can hear about it on the most recent full episode. They also had a Tiny Terror where they talk about Scholastic Book Fair with ah, Nikki. Yes. Yes. So... Go check that out. It's a good couple of episodes. And, uh, yeah. That's it. Very cool. All right. God well, of War? Oh, let's, that's, let's uh, talk about... Yeah, we're, we're doing this. 
What are you playing on your Xbox or on your PlayStation or on your Nintendo Switch? What you've been playing? There we go. I, I heard the harmony in the background this time. I was that's listening good. for it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Yep. Uh, yeah. So God of War Ragnarok sequel to God of War 2018. Um, that's not the actual title of it, but we call it God of War 2018 because that's the year it came out. Because there's also God of War 2000 and three maybe i don't know yeah something like that I don't even, whatever no i think it was like 2004 or five i don't know i just remember playing it in the living room on my ps2 and 2005 you Damn. are correct so yeah so god of war ragnarok picks up exactly where well not exactly it's a few years later from where 2018 leaves off and um not getting into any story because I don't want to spoil anything for Brian or Alex, I guess, <laughs> or anybody for that matter. But it, it's still yeah. new enough to where a lot of our listeners probably haven't finished it. I, there were a lot of people spoiling it on the internet, like bad, yeah. really bad. And, and it's long. It's like I heard there's like it's like sixty hours, maybe. Yeah, something like that. I've Let gotten ten hours into be. it, nine hours into it, and I feel like. I'm like, how much longer can this go? But I know, like, a lot of it's probably side quest stuff and yada yada. But um, what I want to say about this game is Corey Barlog is an absolute genius. He has perfected the gameplay loop. Uh, I feel rewarded with everything I do in this game. Um, killing enemies is so gratifying. Uh, not because they're challenging, but just because the fighting, the combat has a flow to it that is so good. And once you start like unlocking abilities again and just like relearning how to play the game uh, from 2018 till now, if you haven't, uh, you know, re- re- rehashed it at some point, um, it just feels so good. And it's there's all kinds of stuff to collect. There's all kinds of chests that like the game creatively shows you these chests in the distance or like, you know, a small hole in the wall. So you're always like, Oh, how do I get to that thing? Because you know, there's going to be something cool in it because it's glowing and cool, you know? (laughs) So like you try to fight to find where it is and, uh, it's, yeah, it's just really well done. The narrative is incredible. I just want to know the story um, I'm playing on normal mode, but it has two lesser modes that allow you to not have to worry about enemies as much and focus more on the story if that's what you're into. It also has two or two harder modes above normal. There's probably like a super duper hardcore mode too that you unlock at the end of the game or something, or maybe a new game plus or something. I don't even know, but um, it's so good, man. And this doesn't spoil anything. You get to play as Atreus at some point. It's pretty cool. It's a nice way to switch up the game without like completely changing the way it feels. Like you still, you're Atreus. Use a bow. He uses a bow and arrow. That's his main weapon. A bow and, and arrow. Bow and arrow. <laughs> so <laughs> he's chewing gum. While he's dropping his gum, he's shooting some arrows. Uh. He, you know, in in the sequence where you get to play as him, you are launching arrows at enemies. You have a different arrow ability that you can use to like stun them, and you have a normal arrow that has unlimited arrows. 
and then um, if you have to, you can melee attack them with the bow. So you have this projectile that you're able to use, and then you have your melee weapon, which you can use, which is very similar to Kratos's. You know what's the axe called? I can't remember. I, I'm so bad at the this. The axe. He's got his axe. It has a special name. I can't remember because I don't pay attention. But uh, you can throw the axe and whip it back to you and things like that. And it's it's just very cool. Um, so it was nice to play as Atreus because it it like changes it ever so slightly changes the way you play the game. But it the does Leviathan a really nice. Is the name of his yeah, axe? That's what I that's what I said. I would have never guessed that. Um, but it's it's very cool. The whole world is kind of overtaken by winter since the end of the last game. Those who don't remember, spoiler alert, you kill Freya's son, Balder, who is also one of Odin's children. And Freya creates, like, basically starts Ragnarok. Uh, by bringing in the 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 overwhelming winter that's taking over the Fimble land, winter, yeah, as it's and known. Man, it's the performances are fantastic. Voice acting's good. Music's cool. Graphics are absolutely stunning. It is like it's going to be really hard not to give this one game of the year. Like, but we'll have to see how how much of it I really because it's got its hooks in me for the story for sure. I got to a point where the game basically told me, like, oh, you can go off and go do this, or you can keep doing the story. And I was like, well, I kind of just want to keep doing the story. <laughs> I don't really want to do the side quest thing. Well, that's so what you don't it's really have to. telling you. You can do whatever yeah. you want. No, I know, but the thing is, like, you end up having this, like, choice paralysis because you know that, like, the side quest thing that it's telling you to do, there's probably some cool reward that you can get yeah. out of it, and you can go you and could, do that. You can and go get, and mop them up later, but how much How much are you going to get to use that cool stuff that you're going to Yeah, like, maybe you want to go do that now, so you get, uh, maybe you unlock a really cool upgrade or rune or something to use with your getup that, like, makes it worthwhile to have done that early, or, like, maybe you just go and do fetch quests at the end of the game and finish all of the stuff like to get your 100% you know platinum award um i don't know but the story's intriguing enough for me to want to keep going uh i like the themes and everything it's presenting i like the relationship between atreus and kratos it's very good uh i will say that i think um i can't think of the guy who plays kratos if you want to look that up but christopher judge i believe his name is he's pretty great but I feel like a lot of, like, I wish, I wish he was a little more, I mean, obviously I get it. He's the God of war. He's a destructive, like, like being of sorts deity. And I think he could be more emotive for certain like instances, but also like, it's kind of his trope to be like a man of few words. Um, because all of the other characters are so animated and like, mm. they just have a ton of personality and, I suppose like Kratos's personality is that he's the god of war and destructive and like just like dangerous. So I get it, but I would like more out of him because I feel like he's developed more as a character to be more than just that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like even in 2018, it kind of felt like he was less of the main character in the story. Like, it, it almost feels like Atreus is more of the protagonist than Kratos is, you know? Yeah. From a story standpoint, right? 
But yeah, yeah I, I, I hear it. I think, well, and I think the father son relationship is interesting. It, it feels kind of boomer dad ish. Kratos is kind of boomer dad, you know, he's quiet. He uses few words and he doesn't really like, you know, he's not going to talk about your feelings. He's just going to tell you what to do. And if you're being dumb, he'll just not respond to you, you know? And that's kind of how he treats Atreus in a lot of ways. So I think it's like, I don't know, it, it certainly plays a specific, he's got a very specific role, but when you look back on like the first couple God of War games, that was kind of like, I don't know, angry Kratos, and he was certainly a little bit more verbose than this one. This one's just kind of... Yeah, like he's 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 settled in his old age kind of thing. Yeah. I'm I tired it. of it. <laughs> um, but it's funny because like Mimir is there again, mm. the talking head that hangs off of your belt loop. Um, mm. And he like his interactions with trying to like he's he has these like heart to hearts with Kratos to like try and like tell him how to be a better father kind of thing. Yeah. So it's really it's fun to see that unfold. Um, one of the things this the triple click podcast was talking about was how the game has a ton of like talking and banter that happens between the characters and they weren't sure if they liked it or not. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Like it is so good because it's so well written and well acted that it's it's incredibly enjoyable. Not and, only that, but it also does a good job of pausing it and letting you come yeah. back to it later, which is amazing. It's a great dynamic system that I don't feel like I've seen in literally any other game or very few. Yeah, like I I did a mission where Mimir was telling me to go and like take care of these mine mining rigs or something like that. And like he was going as you're riding the boat to go between the different mining rigs, he is telling Atreus like stories about the land and why like why like these mining rigs rigs are bad or whatever. And as you pull the boat up to shore, he's like, "Well, I'll get back to that later." And then the, yep. it, he stops it, and then you get out yep. of the boat and you proceed. Like, that is a really cool way to do that. You're um, not left, because he tells these stories when you're in the boat. Yep. And you're not left circling somewhere in the boat or just sitting there listening to it, because you know if you, you get could. out. You could. You could. And you might if you're really hooked into something. But the fact that you learn that if you get out, he's like, oh, we'll come back to that. And then you get back in, and he starts the story back up. It's yeah. just... Super good. It's the opposite of the audio log issue we talked about in the last episode. It's yes, hundred percent. I also really like um, we the uh, triple click was talking about ensemble casts in games too, and how this like game has an ensemble cast, but it doesn't really seem like it because you one of them is a talking head that hangs off your character, <laughs> and then you have the sun figure. You also have other characters that play larger roles from the previous game, like uh, Brock and Cinderill, I think is the other orcs, or what, they're not, they're dwarves. Are those the dwarves. blacksmith yeah. guys? Yeah, the yep. two blacksmith dwarves, like, they play a huge role in this game, too, and, like, they're kind of part of your crew, and, like, they're trying to help you along and everything, and they have, like, even more dialogue than they had in the first game, and they play a much bigger role, which is really cool. And, like, you have this ensemble cast of characters that are always hopping in and out and things. And then they introduce, like, other smaller characters that are part of, like, the the Norse mythology. Like, I can't remember its his name, but there's a squirrel god of some sort that's part of, like, the tree that, that the, mm. the dwarves live in or whatever. I can't... I, I'm really bad at these uh, proper nouns and things. <laughs> his name's, like, Radagaskar or something like that. Radagast? 
rat, something like that. But he's like a squirrel, and his mannerisms and animations are so fucking good. Like they're so funny, and he's so cool and cute looking. Uh, such a like it's just really cool to see those characters like being introduced and things like that. And and again, getting back to the banter thing, one of the things I really liked was. Uh, we, we had another character in our entourage like going through um, the Elven Light Tower again because you get to revisit all these areas from the first game, which is really cool uh, to see them all overrun by winter or like destruction or whatever because Ragnarok's coming over, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we, as I'm walking around, there was like a chest off in an area and I started slinging the, the, um, the Blades of Fury to go collect this thing, this treasure chest. And the character that was part of the entourage was like, "Why? where is he going? Like, why is he going that way? We have to go this way. And Atreus and Mimir are like, oh, yeah, sometimes he does that. He's got to go and get these things that are over there. He's Oh, oh there's a chest over here. And then there was another time where, like, I was going after another chest. And the guy is like, no, no, you have to come this way. And he's like, oh, wait, I see the chest. I see what you're doing. And, like, <laughs> like that That's kind good. of, like, it's very meta and, like, funny and cool and, like, when triple click was like oh this banter i don't know how i feel about it i'm like this is fantastic like it's so like what other game does that where it's like so self-referential it's just it's perfect like there's nothing wrong with that it's not annoying like i don't know if they're because i think you had mentioned how the guardians of the galaxy game has like a ton of banter because it's like guardians of the galaxy as written by what's his nuts who is known for banter like that is like his thing. Yeah. It's I there I think there's like this big backlash on the banter because it was a big topic with um Horizon Forbidden West as well. And how much Aloy talks to herself a lot in that game as a way of talking to you too. And um and I feel like there's just a lot of people who are like, I wish you could just put a slider in the menu that's like i want you to banter a lot i want you to banter not at all and like so i don't know if it's just what people are headed towards right now like or if you just want to get and play the game you want everybody to shut up or maybe you want to listen to your podcast while you play video games i don't know Ugh, but for me that's it's probably like, it you want to watch a uh, tiktok while you're playing your fucking video game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got my PlayStation Dual Sense in one hand and the TikTok in the other. No, but I you God, know, I, I think... wish Aloy would shut up and stop being the main character of the video game. I'm just trying to watch my video. This... And, they, and then you, that's the same people that'd be like, "Oh yeah, I wish there was better like character development in this game." And they're like, "Yeah, I didn't listen to any of the people talking." I turned the banter slider to zero. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, the so. slider idea is interesting, but like. I feel like having that kind of would ruin the game. I mean, it's... There's a game... Yeah, no. There's a game that did that. I think it was a, the fucking Bubsy game. Like, you could turn Bubsy's banter off. Uh, I just, like, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Because you you would be missing out on so many awesome quips. And that's the thing. is like, if you're in the game playing and, like, you're just not... Like, I, I don't remember what I was doing last night. I was trying to figure out an, a puzzle or something like that. And Megan looked over at me and I was doing this thing with my mouth where, where I was like, <laughs> you know, and, and Welcome she's to like, old age. she started laughing. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm, and I'm like, I'm figuring stuff out. Like, stop. Don't look at me while I'm doing this, you know, because like, but like I was so into the game 
that I wasn't paying attention to all the banter at that in that moment. But there are points where like the game like consciously knows like when you're rowing the boat that like oh you're just following a waypoint so i can throw dialogue at you and like maybe some of it will stick and maybe some of it won't but i don't know it's this this is this is a i'm only eight hours in nine hours in and like i said this game is a is a definite contender for game of the year for me like 100 percent. not i haven't played a ton of games anyways but um yeah, I don't. I don't know. Do you, you, have, you have anything else to say from your twenty minutes of playtime? <laughs> I the, I don't know. The, it's funny. Like as you're talking about it, I remember very fond feelings of God of War 2018. But I think part of the reason I've been so slow to get started on this one, there's a lot of factors, but one of them is just the fact that I it feels like a black hole. Like my experience of that game feels blank. I know I had a fun time. But I don't remember a lot of the gameplay loop. I remember throwing I the axe think a little bit. A lot of a lot of that is, and I feel the same way because I tried to replay it before mm-hmm. Ragnarok came out, and I didn't get very far because I I actually finished Cyberpunk, which I could talk about that too. I don't remember if I talked if I did that last time or not. I but feel I like you've talked you about did. that every you time. You talked about yeah. We've had a couple weeks. Yeah, of but Cyberpunk, I but I actually but. finished finished it like finished yeah. it. Anyways, uh. But I think we rushed through it mm. at the time. Like I really like I I I know I rushed through trying to beat it as fast as I could, so I could talk about it from the standpoint of like somebody who's beaten the game that might as be, quickly as possible. Yeah. You did. I did a lot of the extra stuff. The only thing I recall not c- completing is like all the Valkyrie stuff because it was just too yeah. hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, I was earlier I said the game's like 60 hours. Apparently, main story, if you just critical path, you're looking more like 23 hours, according to how long to beat. Uh, but for uh, the completionist, it's 48 hours and 34 minutes. So that's it does have some heft to it, but if you're just looking for the story, it's only like 23, which is pretty pretty reasonable, good good value. I don't know if it's good value for 69.99, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just feels so much more expensive for some reason. But it does. It was a shocker, like walking into Best Buy and handing that over, and him being like, "Oh yeah, it's seventy four dollars and whatever many cents." And I'm like, yeah. "What?" As Eloisa sat on a counter eating an apple. It's, I guess. So. Go ahead, Brian. To me, like sixty, it's like eh, it's a a little more than fifty bucks, and and seventy plus tax is like, oh, that's almost that's a hundred dollars. That's a lot more than fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's well, and that's the thing is like you're you're like oh seventy four dollars. That's that's like maybe one eighth of a shopping cart of groceries now. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I, I think honestly, the reason that it hit me a little bit harder this time is because. With Horizon, which is the last Sony exclusive that I bought, uh, that was the last one where they didn't make you pay for the PlayStation 5 upgrade. Mm -hmm. So I bought it on PS4, and it was $60. Uh, So, you know, that's not the case for for God of War, unfortunately. It is $60 on PS4 and $50 on PS5, and you have to pay $10 to upgrade your PS4 version of the game. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Elder Ring was sixty to begin with, wasn't it? Yep. Or, yeah, so I think only the, really too. only first party Sony games are going to the sixty nine ninety nine. I don't think anything else. I don't know. I guess I haven't looked at any Xbox exclusives in a while, but 
Yeah, I haven't oh, bought I mean, any for that oh. price yet. Even like yeah. GT seven, I like Got just waited until yeah, I found it like on sale on eBay, like a gently used copy. Nice. For, in in all reality, like, am I upset at paying that much money? Not really, because I'm enjoying it. You know, I am having a good time with this game. I, it's when uh, <laughs> when you have stuff like Xbox Game Pass, and you're you got which I can also talk about a little more in a little bit. Uh, and you're paying whatever fifteen bucks a month, and you have unlimited a whole smattering of games to play whenever you feel like uh i don't feel compulsion to play those games necessarily whereas like this one i put hard-earned money into like a specific game and so i feel like i want to get my money's worth out of it and it's nice that i i'm actually i actually feel like i'm getting my money's worth out of it again i've already put nine hours into it and i and i've been thinking about it all day yeah and I talked about it at work with one of my employees who is also playing it, who is further along than I am. And like being able to have those conversations and to be thinking about it throughout the day, I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my money's worth out of this for sure. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. The weird thing is I was almost thinking earlier a little bit to the contrary in terms of Xbox game pass. Like there are times where I look through the PlayStation store and I see games that came out on game pass and I'm like, Oh, that's $50 over here or that's $40 over here, $60. And so it's, it, it's this weird, it, I do think it has kind of begun that weird Netflixification devaluing of, you know, the the commodity that it's trading in a little bit for me uh in in the value proposition looking at some of these games but yeah you're not that's the thing that sony's betting on is that like yeah we can't put god of war on our playstation plus extra or whatever the hell it is because we're dumping a lot more money into this and and we're not microtransactioning it to hell and blah 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 so i think uh yeah i i still think it, it, 23, 23 hours paying seventy three seventy dollars for twenty three hours worth a worth a video game. I mean, it's that's up to you. And I'm gonna get now, well. Maybe I'm gonna you get, can get it at, for less, but I'll probably get it thirty to. I will say thirty to forty hours out of this game. I bet. Yeah. Because so. I'm because as much as I want to rip through the story, I do want to do the side quest because I like having. I like having this super overpowered character. Like, I want Kratos to... I don't ever want to die in this game. The fact that you can die is stupid to me as God of War. Like, I should not <laughs> die ever. I sh- It should be God mode would make the game... Like, you don't even... Like, God mode should be that, like... Or God mode should be the easy mode of the game, right? It should be the easiest mode where, like, you literally can't die. There's no health bar. And you are as strong as possible, and you can just mow through everything. Like that would be the proper way to do an easy mode. Is just yeah, let I me. Mean, it might essentially be like that. I don't know. I haven't yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to play. Like I don't want there to be fewer enemies, and I like a little bit of the challenge. You know, it's still fun. Like maybe I maybe I lose souls or some shit. You know, like in every <laughs> other fucking game I play. But <laughs> yeah, that? it's uh. Over overall, this game is a, is a, is a contender for game of the year for sure. Uh, I'm really excited to play more of it, and 
Um, it may see some Black Friday deal. I don't know, depending on the retailer. So. But yeah, I think it's a little bit too new for that. Um, but I was going to ask real quick, last question for God of War: what uh, what graphical mode are you playing on? Uh, performance mode. And are you? Do you have the high frame rate checked on, or is that not available for you? It no? it's not available for me on my on my de- my device. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I was flipping back and forth between so there's quality versus performance, and then there's high frame rate on or off, and then I think if your TV supports the auto uh, or variable refresh rate. I don't think it gives you an option to enable that, but it it, it will alter the experience for that. Um, and so I, I, I mean, flipped I, I flicked on I flicked on quality at one point just to see, and I was like, "This is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. twenty frames a second, and I'm like, "Nope, I can't, I can't no, do that." I don't quality. think it was that bad. It was, it was, it goes. It, they, they, I think it's either locked thirty. If you do quality, which is 4K resolution, 30 frames per there second. There is no way that is 30 frames a second. It's, like, I cannot sure be 30. that accustomed to higher no, yeah, frame rates been, at this you've point. You've been spoiled. I think you're spoiled. I think you're a little spoiled. You might not realize it, but... I, I tried yeah. to... When I first got my PlayStation 5, I installed Red Dead Redemption 2 on it because I didn't have that many games on there. I was like, oh, I have like 8% left on that game to finish. And I played it for like... 20 minutes and I uninstalled it because I couldn't handle the 30 frames per second. <laughs> yeah, okay. So so for PS5, if you favor performance, it's a 60 frames target. If you favor quality, it's 30 frames target. Uh the performance mode changes between 1440p and 2160p, which is 4K, and the quality mode is native 4K. So that's kind of the the other thing is with the high frame rate, if you if you check that on, then in the performance mode, it sticks to 1440p and it gives you an unlocked 60. So it'll go above 60 sometimes. If you do the quality with high frame rate, it changes between 1800 and 2160p and it targets 40 frames per second. So it gives you like 10 more frames per second, but it's also giving you a lot of that ray tracing and other stuff. Um, but then... The variable refresh rate, if you have that on, will further unlock the... It unlocks that 40 frame rate for the the quality mode. So you can get just a little bit more sometimes out of the frame rate. So it's interesting, you know, and there's nothing... the, The menu doesn't really tell you much about this. It just tells you, do you want quality or performance? And then do you want high frame rate or not? Um, so I need a new all. TV is what you're saying. I got to buy a new TV. I don't know. When I switched back and forth between the quality and the performance with the high frame rate on, I didn't notice that big of a difference is all I will say in either direction. I don't think the quality looked insanely good in terms of graphics. And I don't think the frame rate frame rate looked in, in like really good when I switched it to performance. But, you know, maybe there are times in the game where it doesn't quite hit the target and it would be a little bit different. But anyway, enough about that graphical stuff. I think I just think it's interesting. I, I'm hoping to play more of it. I, I need I was going to actually go back to our God of War 2018 episode at least like to maybe get to myself that. excited to play the new one a little bit more yeah. and then it might put a little bit more of a goose in my step. But 
I've been, I mean, there's a lot, I can give a preview for some other future episode that we'll do because I have some stuff down here. I got this guy. Fresh off Amazon Japan. Mm, Nice. It is the the mini Genesis Genesis. 2, which comes with some Sega Genesis and Sega CD games. And it looks like the second version of the Genesis, not the first one that the, that the, that the original mini Genesis. Six button controller. Yeah, it comes with the six-button controller, only available on Amazon Japan, um, but it is in English. It is a U.S. version. Uh, that's just how they're selling it. Includes such games as we've got Clay Fighter, Earthworm Jim 2, Fatal Fury 2, Golden Axe 2, uh, Fantasy Star 2, Shining Force 2, Shining in the Darkness, Sonic 3D Blasts, Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 2, The New Challengers, Revenge of Shinobi, Tojam and Earl, Panic and Funkatron, in Panic on Funkotron, Vector Man 2, and then Sega CD Wise has got Echo the Dolphin Games, Final Fight CD, Night Striker, Night Trap, Sewer Shark, Shining Force CD, Silphied, and Sonic the Hedgehog CD, which I heard has some very great music in it. So, awesome. That's cool. I want to play with that. And then also, I got this guy, which is still in the wrapping, despite me showing a picture of it on our Discord. My analog pocket has finally arrived, which is the, Hell yeah. the FPGA emulation of Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and Game Gear games. Um, I just have not had the time to play a lot of stuff because I'm uh, playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> just kidding. It's <laughs> mostly being tired from having a baby in the house and work has been crazy so yeah no it's all good uh but John, I did also, you want to talk about your yeah i so my totally awesome co-hosts and a couple of my friends and my brother uh my other brother pitched that's in that's not a from, co-host also that's not a co-host uh pitched in for me for my birthday and got me an xbox series x yes and uh I totally guessed it. Like I just it was I it wasn't until I got home and like I set it on the table cuz I thought I have not seen one in the box in person. So I didn't really know how big the box was. Hmm. But like uh I picked it up and I did one shake, just a quick one, just a little, you know? And uh like, and I was like, it's, an a, it's a, I looked at Megan and I was like, it's an Xbox. She's like, what the, and I'm like, yeah, it totally is. But what if it was the Xbox fridge? Would you even be mad? <laughs> I See, that's oh, the thing is I, I saw, I saw the fridge. They, at, when I was, uh, where did I go? Oh, I went to Target with the baby mm-hmm. over the, over last weekend, I think. Um, and they had, they had three or four of them at Target and I was no like, shit. oh, I, it took everything in me not to buy it. I feel I like have, now you need it and you I need to put them side by now. side. But like, yeah, now I feel exactly like I put it on top of it, you know, <laughs> then you go to uh, open so it, the Xbox and you're like, oh, no, this is yeah. the real one. I oh, gotta. no, that's the fridge. Please I, put the go, Xbox on top of the fridge and not the other way around. <laughs> would be sweet as if the fridge had a built in record player for the disc slot and you just like slide a record or a laser disc into it or something. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so thank you guys for that awesome birthday present i'm super excited to play it some more and now i am ready for starfield i am so ready just give it to me now bethesda give it uh, to me now do you have any thoughts on it at all have you Uh, i loved the setup i thought the setup was really unique and interesting and quick and easy being able to just like log into my phone type in a code and like my whole account just gets pulled up instantly 
totally awesome. Oh no shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was is fantastic. My uh, because I've been somehow paying for Game Pass Ultimate for the past year and not realizing it. I don't even know what credit card it's on, but I have it, <laughs> um, and I'm paying for it. Uh, so hey, I sent you a link to a deal. Yeah, yeah I don't might, might be sold out one, by now. One three month code with yeah. the deal. Still, it was but anyway, some money. Uh, I. You want to know something, man? The ability to load up an entire library of games and just click on them and play them over the cloud instantaneously is fucking incredible. Like, that is... That is so awesome. Yeah. Netflix of gaming, 100%. Well, and it also will let you download it as you're playing, too. So you can eventually play it locally as well. I don't even remember the name of the game I was playing. It's some, like... it's, It's some, like... Uh, what's the game I want to compare it to? Um, was it one of the Metroidvania ones that you were? No, it was some puzzler kind of thing where like you're like a uh, aliens are taking over the world and like your wife and ch- child disappear and you have to like hunt them down and like I don't know it was I can't remember. What it was, called, uh, was it Somerville? Yes, that mm. game. I tried playing that over the cloud. Worked very cool. It was the game itself was a little bit on the boring side. Um. But not as boring as how I felt uh, Curse of Monkey Island 2 was, or whatever that game's called. You mean Return to Monkey Island? Yeah, that one. Because Megan was like, oh, you have an Xbox, so you Curse can play that Monkey game Monkey Island now. 2. <laughs> that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Anyways, because Megan was like, oh, you have an Xbox now. You can download Monkey Island, and we can play that. And I'm like, yeah, you can play that. And she's like, no, no, I want you to play that. And I'm like, no, you can play that because I have zero interest in playing that game. I'm going to be completely honest with you. No interest at all. I like point and click adventures. Not my thing anymore. Uh, But I tried playing it. I had a couple of snickers at uh, a few of the things that were said in the gameplay that I did play. And then I looked over at Megan to see why she wasn't laughing and she was asleep. So I was like, okay, (laughs) delete and remove that one. Uh, oh, it doesn't take up much space. You could have left it on there. <laughs> no, I don't know. Because I need like 500 gigs on that thing. When you Starfield's going to take up the whole hard drive. I got to keep it yeah. free, man. Um, and yeah, I, I just I tried a couple other games. I can't remember what exactly. And I downloaded some games that are queued up for me to come to um, when when I get a chance. Uh, but yeah, it's I I um really I'm going to give Microsoft like a very flight- memorable experience that you had. <laughs> It was just, it was quick because I I did yeah. all that and then I was playing with it and everything for a few, like like a day and then I went and got God of War. So I will mm. be making my way back to the Xbox. Um, the controller feels right at home. It's great. Uh, it The buttons are super clicky. That's my only gripe is that it feels very clicky. Yeah. And not necessarily in a good way. But beyond that, great controller. I still love it. And uh, yeah, I, how does I the, f- the console feel in your, if you cradle it in your arms compared to the PS5? It feels smaller actually than the PS5. I figured um, yeah, it's, it is. It is significantly smaller than the PS5, which Thicker, is funny because, but it's not as well. No, wide. it's just more. It's more um, cubic. Compact. I guess I don't know. It's it's a rectangular, rectangular. prism. Yeah, it's more angular. It's not as organic, and it doesn't like the 
it also is like significantly lighter than the PS5. The PS5 is a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. That that thing mm-hmm. is an alien monster <laughs> that has invaded I, our living room. Tried to hide it under my desk, and I can still see it sometimes. It bothers me. Yeah, they're it's huge. Um, but. Megan was concerned we wouldn't be able to fit it in our console and it fits in the console just fine. So, and it fits in the console and there's enough room around it, even being next to the PS five that both of the consoles have room to breathe. So doesn't the air come in like the bottom or top? It comes in the top, I believe, and out the back or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's in the back and out the top. I can't remember exactly, Mm but, um, everything it's got room all around it so that's good Um, cool but yeah i look forward to playing more things on it and i can't wait for call of duty to be xbox exclusive and piss off all supposedly it never will be yeah according to to spencer phil spencer he says uh he's open to a longer term deal he won't say forever but he's open to a longer term deal with sony but yeah, that it could means just be money. what they're saying to get the deal money. through. The, they through say the that set. Sony well. gives them a ton of money, and then Microsoft goes and buys another studio and shuts them down from going onto PlayStation. <laughs> it's a it's a vicious cycle. Microsoft buys Sony, and then Sony games can't even come out on the PlayStation. You know? Yeah, yep. All the first party Sony games on the Xbox don't even go on the PlayStation. <laughs> I'd be fine guys. having only one console outside of a Nintendo or whatever. It would be bad for competition. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, are we ready? Yeah, we're uh, ready. Yeah, did you make a absolutely. bumper for this? I did, kind of. Here we go. What are you buying? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Welcome to our holiday buyer's guide. This is the We Shop channel music for 15 minutes, so it's just going to be in the background. Perfect. Okay with that works for me all right who wants to start you want me to start is it flickering for you guys a little bit all right well that's fine i'm gonna turn it down they'll hear it in the background for us yeah yeah okay brian why don't you go since you haven't talked as much i mean i have like a a long list Kinda. That's fine. Oh. You can talk through it. We don't. I mean, that's the thing. We got. I a can couple, go pretty quick though. We've all got our own sections here. Brian's going to talk about PC peripherals and things of that nature. Yeah. John's got some of the general nerdery, and I have gone the strict video game route. But Black Friday is coming upon us, uh, and a lot of the deals that will be on actual Black Friday are they kind of just hit at like lightning deal timeframes. Not everything is really out there at least for some of this stuff so there may be better prices coming but there's stuff that's on sale right now if you're listening to this as soon as it's available for download and in the days leading up to thanksgiving and black friday and uh we wanted to highlight some of that stuff for you to to keep an eye out for and uh hopefully get some get more for your buck get some good deals yes yes all right brian have at it, man. What do you got? I will say the majority of these are Black Friday deals, but I or just good deals that happen to um, be, uh, be available. Yes, currently available. Um, however, I did throw in a couple things just because I think they're a good deal at normal price. 
and you might just want to buy them for somebody for Christmas or yourself. <clears throat> However, they're not on sale. Right. Anyways, though, I, I did see a couple good headset deals um, that are actually on sale for a good chunk off the regular price. Uh, there's a good closed back uh, headset option, the HyperX Cloud Alpha. I have the Cloud 2s, and I think both of you guys might have those. Yep. And they've served me well. They're not what I'm using currently, because I've been preferring the uh, open back style. Um, for those that don't really know, like closed back literally means that uh, the sound is trapped in the uh, the ear cup. It tries to minimize sound leakage. However, you get like a more narrow uh, sound stage, as they call it. Like if you don't have any room for air to go in and out of the uh, ear cup. So yeah, those are on sale for $54.99. The regular price is $99. And the, the alphas are basically like a from what I understand, a better, slightly better version of the Cloud 2, but they don't have the uh, the 7.1 dongle thing for surround sound, which I feel is not really that great anyways. Yeah. It, mine, it works. Mine are actually the Alphas, and they're, they're, they're very good. Uh, they're okay, not the twos. cool. Um, but they, I think they're essentially the same thing, like you said. It's just a difference in the, the dongle as well but no it there it's a great headset and i paid 75 bucks for it i think and, and it's served me well and uh yeah yeah that deal is on amazon.com by the way and i also wanted to make a disclaimer before we do all this shit that we're not getting any sort of kickback on any of this not that i could include cares. amazon uh referral links maybe but that's a lot of work that's and true. It's yeah, more work it's not, than the money we would get from it. It's not worth it. <laughs> These are just our honest opinions, is my yes. point. Yes. Um, yep. A good open back headset option I found is the uh, Mass Drop X Sennheiser PC37X, which is basically the drop version of. Uh, the Game 1 headset that's been around for a long time but has been discontinued, I believe, from Sennheiser. Uh, this, this is basically like an all-blacked-out version of it, so I think it actually looks more slick. Um, it's not good if you have a large head, <laughs> but other than that, it's pretty comfortable. Sounds good. Microphone's great. Yeah, uh, it looks can't like really it's... go wrong with it got a boom mic and if you put it up it mutes the mic which is yes. cool there's also a volume dial that's on the side of it so that's pretty sweet i had the gsp 500s and i sold them because they had a completely different headband set up from these and they were horribly uncomfortable for me personally but they sounded great and these sound uh similar to those i guess uh so they have that on sale for 79 dollars right now instead of 120 Nice. So, sweet deal on drop.com. And then uh, Best Buy, and I believe also Amazon, 
Logitech.com have the... I'm moving on to mice. Um, the Logitech Pro X Superlight is on sale for $109.99 instead of $159.99. And that is still a lot of money, but it's pretty much the one mouse I see in every top five list. And I watch a lot of, like, mouse videos on YouTube, an embarrassing amount, honestly, of mouse review videos. <laughs> uh, and it's been around for years, so it, it's uh, time-tested. I would have one if I had that much money to spend on one, even though I already have another mouse that I'm using right now that I'm going to mention here, even though it's not on sale, because I think it's, like, a pretty good alternative to this Logitech one. Um, it's the uh, Pulsar X Lite V2 Wireless. You can get that for $79.95. It's a good option if you want an ergonomic mouse instead of a, an ambidextrous mouse, which basically means it's shaped for your right hand. Sorry, lefties. <laughs> uh, I've been really enjoying mine. I basically bought it because I wanted a uh, wireless mouse that didn't cost over $100 that I heard was good. And so far, it's been very good. Nice. But uh, I feel like I don't play that well with it, though, which is weird. Like, it, I think my FPS game suffers a little bit. You're probably just not used to it. I've had it for a couple months, but uh, every time I plug in one of my older mice that is kind of uncomfortable after a couple hours of use, I still like just immediately do better with it, <laughs> but whatever. Um, so I'm going to skip around a little bit on my list here. There is, uh, some cool stuff I want to mention before <laughs> I go on to PC parts real quick. Um, this is not something that's on sale again. I think this is the only other item on here that is not actually on sale, but I just wanted to mention it because I think it's fucking cool. And there will I didn't probably know it be a sale on Elgato.com, I would guess, but uh, just just to, to mention yeah. on Black Friday. Uh, but it, like I said, a lot of stuff is hidden until the actual day. So, Well, we know Elgato makes a lot of streaming stuff, but what I didn't know they made until recently is a... Stream Deck Pedal, which actually has multiple pedals. So you can you can basically assign anything action-wise on your PC to a uh, foot pedal. Like, you could assign the C key on your keyboard to it <laughs> if you want to use it for crouching and stuff. Because I, I watched a whole video about someone... They were basically saying how you can maximize your FPS play by using a foot pedal. <laughs> and, they, and they gave it a try, and it actually improved their game quite a bit. And I, I've always been intrigued by the foot pedal thing, but I haven't seen any, like, really good ones until now. So, yeah, it is $89.99, which is kind of a lot, but... I'm just really, I don't know. out of I ideas, that might be a good idea. <laughs> I, I'm curious what people would really use it for, and you know, maybe if you're like a big time Twitch streamer or whatever, yeah. you want to have like sick 
kill cam light show or something whenever mm-hmm. you get a kill. Well, no, I mean if you're if you're a switch. streamer who say you're like one of the like craft streamers who and you're doing something with your hands and you need to yeah. switch scenes or something, you're using a foot switch to do that or you know what I mean, like change does, camera does angle. Corey have blah, one? Blah, blah. I don't think so, but nah. um he knows about it. We talked about it, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he I I could imagine him getting one. Like I could see him mm-hmm. using it. It would have utility for him, which makes sense. That makes more sense than I don't know, like a I'm just thinking of us having a podcast. Like, all right, I got this foot pedal. <laughs> what am I going to do with But it's not, you know, anyway. I imagine cool. you just pressing it every time you want to do like a drum drum, drum roll, whatever. Oh, that's say good. Something yeah, terrible. I can have a specific, uh, 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 like a, those could be the, the specific sounds that I always need, like green yeah, creams, the, hot butter, the knee, ice cream, the is knee in the slapper jokes. You have the pedal on yep. your knee and you slap it, and it just roll. does like a yeah. But yeah. you know, your good. favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger comment. Wow. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, um, just, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Walker Texas <laughs> lever for for Conan, except it's yep. just Arnold. It's just Arnold. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I bought one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> in the uh, another thing in the Ogato uh, catalog is the uh, Stream Deck MK2, the 15 button version. Like, I'm sure most people are familiar with that peripheral at this point, but uh, basically, that's like the on the desk. 15 customizable buttons with, I think they have a little LED screens in them, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and you can just like assign functions to them. It doesn't have to be stream related, so it, it could be productivity related. Yeah. I've been meaning to like go and make a bunch of, uh, like, um, Adobe audition shortcut keys and things like that to make editing even faster you know instead of doing the keyboard cuts like i mean i'm sure my muscle memory of control k for like splitting a clip is is pretty ingrained but you know even just assigning certain uh effects layouts and things and quick processing of that stuff i think it'd be good so you can use it for more than just the streaming and uh yeah yeah, it's it's. Uh, I would like one of those eventually as well. It's on my long wish list of things I want to add to my desk setup. Um, it is one nineteen ninety nine at Best Buy, Amazon. I think uh, that was it. B and H Photo or something. Mm. Uh, a bunch of sites have it for the same price right now. It's normally one forty nine ninety nine. Nice. Uh, Last cool thing that I wanted to highlight. This is a a weird one. I don't have one of these personally. I've read good things about them. Um, If you want to get into building your own mechanical keyboard for a very reasonable price instead of several hundred dollars, um, NovelKeys.com sells their... NK87 set. Um, well, they, they sell like the current batches for a higher price, but they have some clearance models from the last batch that are missing like some washers and some other stuff. But uh, 
otherwise they're fully functional kits. Uh, includes everything you need to build it, I guess. And you don't have to do any soldering because they're uh, hot swap um, PCBs. Uh, you just have to do a lot of uh, torques screwing down things and stuff. But anyways, they have those for $75. So on top of that, you have to spend money on switches and keycaps. But you could still build a, like a high-quality mechanical board for pretty cheap. As far as that hobby goes, at least. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. And then they also sell the... That's normally 135 and then they have the aluminum edition ones for 135 instead of the usual 285. That means it's like an aluminum body instead of uh I think the other ones are some sort of plastic or acrylic or whatever or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's probably carbonate, that's right. Yeah. Uh Pro- yeah, they look cool. The um Yeah, I know the the regular entry edition they have atomic purple and a uh, blue color left. Nice. Which are very bright. Um, I don't remember the aluminum ones, but I think there's one or two choices left. Um, and if you need some more storage for your PC, you can get the Samsung 980 Pro PCIe 4.0 NVMe SSD. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> very boring sounding but it's very fast and very reliable yes and it's apparently very inexpensive right now at 173.79 on amazon.com instead of 379.99 yes. which is a lot of money but it is a screaming fast ssd and that's for uh, the two terabyte version mm-hmm. i forgot to mention that actually so that is a closer, lot of storage. Closer to a hundred uh, for the one terabyte, I think. So probably worth it to go to the two if if you're in the market. And if, that's the no yeah. heat sink version as well. Exactly. That's so. If you want to drop in your PC that already has like heat sink covers or something, that's a good option. If you're gonna drop one in a PS5, you want to get the heat sink edition, which is one hundred and eighty nine ninety nine, which is still cheaper than normal. That'd be an awesome upgrade. And then say you want to play your PC, your PS5, and your Xbox Series 1 on the same gaming monitor and because you can't use the TV in the living room. For example, you could get the monitor that I bought sometime this summer with uh, extra money that I no longer have. I never have any extra money now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, I I bought the Gigabyte uh, M32U, which is like a 32-inch 4K monitor, 144 hertz. It has two HDMI, 2.1 inputs. It has DisplayPort. It even has a KVM switch, which is keyboard video mouse, so you can hook up more than one use, PC and use yeah. the same peripherals, yeah, which is awesome. Nice. I haven't tested that part yet, but I heard it works pretty well. Um, it's not the best looking monitor ever, but I feel like for the price, it's incredibly good looking. And I have 
very few complaints about it so far. Um, I have the version with the stand, the one that I recommend people maybe get if they want to save some money because it's still a lot of money is uh, they have one called the M32U-AE Arm Edition, which is the same exact screen. It's just instead of having the stand, it comes with a uh, an adjustable ergonomic arm that clamps to your desk, which is actually cooler in my opinion. And I wish they had sold that before because that version is $50 cheaper than the one with the stand. And also um, like monitor stands take up like 3000% more than the monitor does on your desk. Yeah. I, I have so mine stupid. on the stand, but I'm going to probably take it off and put it back on my mount that I have because yeah. I can push it back a little bit further. Um, yeah. but yeah, they have it for $549.99 on Newegg and it's actually sold by Newegg, not some shady marketplace through Newegg. Um, the regular price is $799.99, which is good yeah. discount there. Yeah. I'd say in that price range, like that's as good as you're going to get. If you need all those features in a monitor, it does have like technical drawbacks. Like, if you use your PlayStation 5 on it, for example, it has, like, the uh, compressed, uh, I don't remember the whole technical thing, like, the compressed stream, like, it mm -hmm. only has so much bandwidth, uh, so you end up with the, like, lower color sampling, like, 4. 2.0 I don't know a four, four, what four that, or whatever yeah I don't yeah, really it's know just, yeah it's a different HDR or like a lower HDR spec than most of the normal stuff on TVs right now it, it's hard for most people to to notice the difference but beyond mm -hmm. that you get like the like I have my PlayStation hooked to it that's the reason I got it really and my PC and uh the PlayStation works flawlessly with it like i've used it with the uh the the variable refresh rate and all that and it's fine uh the hdr is not amazing but it, it's still pretty good uh and then last thing i would say if you have an amd like an am4 motherboard and you want to upgrade your processor for dirt cheap right now you could uh get a amd ryzen 7 5800x which is actually what i'm running from a couple years ago uh for 234.08 right now from amazon and they have a copy of uncharted legacy of thieves collection bundled in as well while supplies last which is another 50 about bucks that you uh, are saving if you really want that and then if you have a micro center by you they actually have this processor for 199.99 nice. but no one charted as far as i know and you might be able to bundle it with a you can board you can bundle it with the motherboard as well for 20 dollars off yeah nice well cool yeah it's a lot of boring but useful information if you want some new stuff <laughs> for yourself or your loved ones or your gamer pals 
Very if you nice. want to buy me something, I'll take the Logitech Pro X. <laughs> yeah, he just listed off his wish list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that that and the um, the Samsung 980. Those are the and well, yeah, you're right. Half of it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, actually, I want all the other half is stuff that I have or have similar things to. Right. Cool. Uh, John, you want to go? You want me to go? Uh, I can go. I'll be I'll be pretty quick here. Right. Uh, so I just have like general nerd stuff. Target had like up to fifty percent off on certain board games and card games, which is pretty cool. Catan was going for like thirty bucks as opposed to like forty five, I think, or almost fifty dollars that it normally is. They also had Mysterium on sale for thirty five bucks, which I think is normally forty six or so, forty five, forty six bucks. Uh, if you haven't played that game, it's pretty cool. It's like Clue, but you're like a ghost. And a, a, a like medium is trying to, um, uh, or no, one person plays a ghost and the ghost is feeding the mediums. The other characters are mediums, uh, clues. And they're based off of like random, uh, cards with crazy ass illustrations on them. The artwork is amazing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, great, great game for some people. Uh, you know, if you got a group of like five people that want to play something together, which is pretty cool. They also had... A whole bunch of inexpensive jigsaw puzzles and, and like card games. Um, like some of those jigsaw puzzles, a thousand pieces for like eight dollars or something like that kind of stuff. Um, but that's pretty good. Jigsaw, you know, you wouldn't think jigsaw puzzles would be, get expensive, but some of them can get pretty pricey when they get up there. Um, our Alex and my father is a big jigsaw puzzle fan, and so I'm sure we'll be hitting that at some point for his birthday. Landscapes <laughs> is, only, though. Yeah, landscapes only. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, uh, no artificial uh, pictures or stuff. Landscapes. Yeah. Oh my! That's just what he wants. Uh, they also had up to forty percent off some Lego sets. Nice. I don't know any specific ones. I just saw a bunch of like the the Star Wars, like you know, the heads that they have, helmets and things. You can do those. Mm-hmm. They had on sale. Uh, they had a Vizio V series soundbar for fifty nine bucks. If you don't have a soundbar for your TV, like consider getting one. I also saw that Amazon has a bunch of like Sonos ones on sale right now. Yeah, there's um, there's a big Sonos sale that's been going on for a while. Um, and Sonos stuff is great. It is still expensive, even though it's on sale. Understandably, it is insanely um, expensive, but it sounds really good. So that's something yeah, to consider. Literally any soundbar is better than your TV sound. I can like any any soundbar you can get, the even if it's cheap, it probably sounds better than what's on your TV, so you should you should look into getting one. Yeah, again, this was at Target, that Vizio V series one. There was a Samsung one that also was like fifty percent off uh at like sixty nine dollars. So that's another one to consider. And check check out Best Buy for all kinds of deals on that kind of stuff too. They had a crazy ass TV deal when I was rolling in there Saturday. They had a seventy five inch Vizio TV for four fifty nine. That's crazy to me that a TV that big is only four hundred fifty nine dollars. I would like, say it is best to watch out for TV deals on Black Friday because there are specifically made Black Friday TVs that are like the shitty yield from their panel line yeah. or something like that, where they're like, oh, this isn't good enough to be a normally priced one, but we're going to sell it for super cheap. If you're looking for a specific model that is around all the time and it's well-reviewed from places and you find a deal on that, that's good. 
But the ones that are like, oh, this is 200 bucks for a thousand inch TV. It'll probably Listen, break if, on you. If you're looking for a spare TV for the bedroom or like the garage or something. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes, these are by all, all means. These, if you want a 77 inch TV for your garage. <laughs> yes. Do it. You know. By all means. Uh, what else do I got here? Uh, Creality, a 3D printer company, is selling their Ender 2 3D printer for 99 bucks. If you can catch it at the right time, Micro Center sells the Ender 3, which is a step up from that, significantly much larger step up for the same price. You have to catch it at the right time, though. They usually do it for like Cyber Monday or something like that. Um, Elegoo is another 3D printer company. They specialize in resin printers. The Elegoo Mars 2 Pro, which is the resin printer that I have, which is really great for making tabletop game pieces as well as other miniatures and figures and things. Uh, they're selling that for 135 bucks direct from them. I paid like 200 bucks for mine. That's a really good deal on that printer. Uh, another th- One thing to watch out for with resin printers, they are super caustic. The chemicals are pretty nasty. Use ventilation. I'm shaking my finger. Use ventilation. Wear a mask. <laughs> Uh, you definitely want to up, uh, buy a stock of some nitrile gloves to use because the resin is really bad for you if it gets on your skin. Um, they also have a wash and cure station. I, I forgot what the price was on that. I didn't write it down, but you're going to want that. You're going to want the wash and cure station. So spend the extra money for it. Elegoo also has the Neptune 2S, which is a, an FDM printer. It's not a resin printer. It's one of the ones that does little layers of filament. Uh, it, they are selling it for 159 That is an awesome price for that printer. If you want to see these printers in use, check out Uncle Jesse on YouTube. Uh, he spells it J-E-S-S-Y. He prints off all kinds of... He runs like Etsy stores John where he sells... Samos just loves... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, this, it's this just dude, the full house theme. He, he has some of the most elaborate, amazing videos on 3D printers, specifically Elegoo, which I think Elegoo just keeps fluffing him by giving him free printers all the time. John Samos? Which is fine. Uh, yeah, John Stamos. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the dude rules. He does great videos. Check him out if you want to see some of these printers in action and see what you're getting your, your if you're getting your money's worth. Um, what else did I see here? Walmart and Target both have all kinds of Nerf stuff on sale. So check that out if you've got nephews and things that want to get into Nerf. Like that's a good way to go about it. Uh, what else do I have? DJI. Um, they're selling their DJI Mini 2 uh, combo uh, for 509 DJI is a drone company. They also make like little cameras and things like GoPros and stuff like that. Um, pretty cool stuff. Consider that maybe. And then Costco, you know, they're selling like all kinds of like Apple Watches on sale and Garmin Fitbits and blah blah blah, all those. The Dyson uh, V11 Torque Drive cordless vacuum cleaner. If you have not used the Dyson, Ooh. they fucking suck, Does man. They suck? seriously suck. They suck so hard. They suck so hard. Uh, they do a really great job. They are super expensive vacuums, though. Um, so that's another thing to consider. Costco also a great place to buy a TV for. Yes, they, usually they have, have pretty a pretty good ton, prices. They have a ton of TVs on sale. They also have an insane return policy, which is yes. something to look forward to. Great and a lot of their policy. higher end. I would say that a lot of their higher-end TVs come with, like, uh, all-state insurance plans on them, which yes. extend the warranty even further, yeah. which is really cool. If you happen yeah. to have the Costco credit card, you can basically get five years of warranty on a TV. And um, if you're weird like me, you can also buy the TV warranty and then try to get them to use it on a TV that you didn't buy from them. And I've gotten that to work before, but it probably doesn't anymore. <laughs> so don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. But you could try it. Um. 
another thing so that's pretty much all i have for like random like stuff from major retailers i also wanted to mention i watch another youtuber his name is random frank p he starts off all his videos just like hey i'm random frank p it's pretty funny um he uses a website called vetted v-e-t-t-e-d dot a-i and uh if you go to his vetted uh it's vetted a-i slash creator slash random frank p he lists off all of the items that he does in his specials that where he, he every month he lists like a handful of items that are like fifty dollars or less um, usually through Amazon, he does a f- he does affiliate links and things. He has all kinds of awesome nerd stuff, um, lots of RGB stuff like light bars and things like that. Head headsets, microphones, uh, you know, AD converters for audio and whatnot. He's he's doing um, other organizational things like he's got this DI this uh, Wally DIY desk shelf thing that's like a pegboard that sits on like a little stand on your desk for like organizing things. Um, you know, power banks and things to clean your gadgets, like all kinds of cool stuff. They're usually like super affordable. And um, like, like I said, he does it every month, but he put up his entire collection of 2022 items on his vetted page for right now. Uh, so that's something to check out if you're looking for other gift ideas that are outside of the realm of any of the things that we've mentioned today. He's got all kinds of stuff there. So consider that as well. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Alex, what do you have? Awesome. Well, I'm on the video game corner here, and I'm looking at this GameSpot.com article because they have a pretty good, uh, it looks like they've kind of vetted what the lowest price is for a lot of the stuff that's available right now. Like I said, I think there will be some deals that could get a little bit better on Thanksgiving Day or on Black Friday or on Cyber Monday, so keep your eyes peeled. But uh, right now, Sony uh, is selling DualSense controllers um, at all of the stores. You can get it at Amazon, Best Buy. You can even go to PlayStation Direct. You can get the DualSense for $49 uh, for all the different colors that they have available. That's the, uh, the the normal white or your black or your galactic purples and cosmic reds and all that stuff. So check that out. $49 instead of the normal $70 to $75, which is a lot of money. Uh, so check that out if you need a controller. Same for Xbox controllers, 40 to 50 bucks depending on the color. Uh, so make sure you stock up on your controllers as well as the Xbox Elite Series 2 core controller. Normally 130 bucks. There's $100 on uh, Newegg. Uh, so you can check that out. Currently sold out right now, but I'm sure they might try and get some in again uh, before um, before the the sales really start to hit. Um, other things as well, the Meta Quest 2, the Oculus Quest, as it was formerly known, there's a holiday bundle, it's $350 for the 128 gigabyte version, and it includes not only Beat Saber, which is a very popular VR game, but also the Resident Evil 4 VR, uh, that you can grab. I believe you can still do the Oculus Link stuff where you can link it to your PC with a cable and use your PC to kind of leverage its power and playing some of these games as well. Uh, so check that out. That comes with the hand controllers and the headset. Um, worth checking out if you want to get into some VR stuff. You're probably your least expensive option, and uh, and it still plays some games pretty well. So please check that out. Uh, but some of the best games of the year are available right now. You can get Elden Ring for $35 at Walmart.com. That's for Xbox One. Uh Xbox X and S, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5, all $35. Worth picking up for that price, definitely. Absolutely. Um, 
you can even get Mario plus Rabbids, uh, the new one, which is the uh, Sparks of Hope with a $10 Amazon gift card for $59.99 on Amazon. So even though it's pretty, that game came out like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So 10 bucks, uh, 10 buck gift card on top of that, which is nice if you're looking for some of the more recent game. But I think that's probably the most recent game. Um, that's Sonic Frontiers. That's true. Sonic Frontiers is on this list as well. Um, that one I think does keep selling out pretty well, but you can get it for twenty nine to thirty five dollars, depending on the uh, the platform that you're looking for. Right now, Amazon is only showing PlayStation Four and Five in stock, but it keeps coming in and out of stock for Switch and Xbox Series X. Um, you've also got sales on some other Nintendo first party titles are going for like thirty bucks uh, on both digital and uh, physical copies. So. That is pretty rare. You've got things like Animal Crossing, which is great. Breath of the Wild. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. Um, and I think that's most of them. There's a few others as well. I think Fire Emblem Warriors uh, 3 Hopes and things like that. Uh, $29, which is pretty good for, for Nintendo first party stuff. Not very common that they go on sale. So check those out if you haven't picked them up. The Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, that's the Mario Kart with an actual camera on the cart, like a physical cart that races around the room. Augmented reality thing, 60 bucks instead of the normal 100 if you wanted to check that out. Uh, the Last of Us Part 1, which came out a couple months ago, the remake of The Last of Us in the Last of Us 2 engine. $50, you can pick it up ahead of the HBO show, which is premiering in January. So worth checking out if you have not played it, or if you haven't checked it out in a while, uh, might be the best way to kind of revisit. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, $35 for the PlayStation 5. Wow. Great price for a great game that came out this year. Probably a, 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 a game of the year contender for some people. Uh, worth checking out. Gran Turismo, also $35. It's half off on these first-party PlayStation games, normally $70. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, thirty bucks. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, a game that we liked a lot. The director's cut, thirty dollars as well. Um, Miles Morales Ultimate Edition includes the PlayStation Five remaster of Spider-Man as well as the Miles Morales game for thirty-five dollars. So a lot of game there for pretty cheap. Uh, Returnal, thirty dollars. Lots of first-party PlayStation stuff available. Uh, Gotham Knights. Not well reviewed, but if you really miss the Gotham uh, or the Arkham games, you could play a poor facsimile of that for thirty five dollars. Just came out this year. Uh, <laughs> it's also it's thirty bucks on Green Man Gaming right now. Nice, probably not worth it, but it's out there if you want it. <laughs> uh, Saints Row Day One Edition. That's the Saints Row kind of reboot that came out this year. Thirty five dollars. Also heard it mm. wasn't good, but maybe it's all right for thirty five bucks. Uh, if you wanted to give that a shot. Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, Plague Tale Requiem just came out a couple months ago. It is on Game Pass, but you can get it for $39 uh, on uh, on Amazon for both Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. But there's some good gaming deals out there. Uh, the The Series S and the... So there's really only a couple console deals right now. Series S, they're doing a holiday bundle for $240, $250, depending on where you catch it. It comes with uh, a couple months of Game Pass, I believe. I think it's three months. 
Oh, it's just the packaging is different. Well, I'll cut this section out of the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> Xbox Series S, two hundred and forty bucks. If you're looking for, uh, if you don't have a four K TV, or if you don't care, or if you're gaming on a fourteen forty P monitor, the Xbox Series S is a great way to have um, Xbox Game Pass on your fingertips. So check that out. And then I believe there are some Switch bundles out there. They're bundling the OG Switch with Mario Kart 8 for $300. Uh, it is not the OLED Switch. That is still $350. Um, but uh, you can check that out. And in terms of getting like a PlayStation or a Series X, uh, you'll just have to keep an eye out. There's not, I don't think anybody's guaranteeing anything, but you can maybe take a look at some of the ads and I'm sure they will try to have some for people that get their first thing on Black Friday or Thanksgiving whenever they do open these different stores. Um, but good luck to those out there still looking for those because uh, they are still a little tough to find. The Series S is probably the easiest. But um, yeah, PlayStation 5, both digital and disc, as well as the Series X, still uh, still in low supply. So... Good luck to you out there if you're still looking for those. Follow Wario64 on Twitter or be a part of his Discord. He's the best, one of the best ways to uh, to get those from online retailers at least. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Cool. Right on. That's not well, everything. Cool. There's more that's out not. there. But there's all kinds of deals. And there's going to yep. be more for Cyber Monday too. So For sure. For sure. But... Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGamers.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network has a Patreon. The Patreon supports all the shows on the network. You could subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks to Jason K, Tom Z, David O, Alan K, and Corey Z for the contributions. One of the perks of joining the Patreon is you get early access to our bonus episodes that we call Side Quests. Side quests veer off into the world outside of video games, into all kinds of good stuff like food, beverages, movies, TV, and more. Gum dropping. Gum dropping. Join our Patreon to get those episodes a week early. Otherwise, they should just show up in the feed like normal. So you can you can pay to get them sooner. You know, double your your dosage of uh of us. Yes. In your in your ear holes. And uh, yeah. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. And uh, hopefully, I will play some more on my Xbox for next episode. I will play more God of War, I promise. Yeah, that too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat God of War by next time. I won't. Maybe. We'll see. Anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>